Hello, and welcome to a brand new episode of Monster Dear Monster, a podcast where we explore monsters from their humble folkloric beginnings to their modern day incarnations. Uh, I am this week's host, Leonard. And uh, before I introduce the other hosts, I, I just have to tell you, listeners, I am so excited and I just can't hide it. I'm about to lose control and I know <laughs> I like it. And <laughs> this week I am joined by, by the fellas, Cameron and Dave. Hello. Hey. And our very special guest, Jake Lionheart. Hallelujah, it's raining monsters. <laughs> it is. And uh, also a big welcome back to Jake. It's been almost three a while. years. A little while. I, I thought that he had been on more recently, like in term of things. Um, and then I looked mm. back and like, wait, it was episode like 14 or something last time yeah. you saw Yeah, it was like the Bloodborne yeah. stuff, right? Yeah. yeah, that was it. Yeah, I think it was Matt's Holy Bloody shit. Bars was the last episode. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just the remote, yeah, rap, the remote rap battle. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Glad to be, glad to be back. Yeah, and then um, this is a completely different kind of scary monster movie, so this should be fun. <laughs> yep, Jake, Jake, it's okay. You don't need to lie and say that you're <laughs> glad to be talking about this movie because, I mean, other than me, I'm I'm stoked to talk about this movie. But I don't know if uh, if anyone else is. And what is oh, that movie, wow. listener? You're asking, even though you've already seen the title because you had to click on on the play button in order to listen to this episode. Well, we are discussing the 2000. Dungeons and Dragons movie. Oh yes, oh, it's, boy. it's 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 a it's a trash fire episode, and yep. I am here for it. Um, but before <laughs> we we uh, we get started on that, uh, we have some Dungeons and Dragons players, and yeah, we would like to hear their experiences and get into. Um, I suppose we will uh, start getting into thoughts of the movie uh, by listening <laughs> to their experiences. Uh, I believe that would be Cameron and Jake. Hey, yeah. Uh, yeah. For once, I am the expert. Huzzah. <laughs> No longer shall we rely on Dave. I know things. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess I'll kick us off. So, uh, yeah, hi, I'm Cameron. I play Dungeons Dragons two to three times a week <laughs> because it is the core of my social life. Um, yeah, I started about 2015 when 5th edition came out, and I have been going pretty steady ever since. Um, yeah, yeah, I, I, I do a lot of D&D, and D&D is whatever you can make, and that's wonderful. I am as we speak, preparing a WrestleMania one-shot for Tuesday. Uh, cool. It's got to be <laughs> so good. Cool. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm having a fun time with that. Um, yeah, I, I've mostly done, like, quote-unquote traditional D&D, &D, um, you know, Forgotten Realms setting stuff, uh, run a lot of published adventures and things like that. But I've also done some weird stuff. I've played, like, you know, Monster of the Week and some of the other more indie tabletop RPGs that I reckon still fall under the sort of veil of Dungeons and Dragons, at the very least in the public eye. 
Um, yeah, and I have a lot of thoughts about this film before I get into them. Jake, how about you? Um, well, I'm Baby. I just Hello, recently baby. started playing Dungeons & Dragons. <laughs> um, I've been into it for almost two years. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I took like, almost like a year just watching different podcasts and shows and stuff. Yeah. And uh, as of December 2020 started playing in the game and yeah like totally love it and i totally get why it's like amazing <laughs> and like i'm actually preparing to do my own deadlands one shot so oh, hell yeah. on the 24th nice. so that should be fun but then also at the same time i'm like i should have everything ready but i keep adding stuff and i'm like oh so this is like <laughs> master who's like i have this idea i'm just gonna keep yep. adding and yes. I'm like, how am I supposed to turn a one? I'm like, one shot is a one time thing. It's not supposed to be like a campaign in my, my campaign <laughs> stuff now. Yeah. But uh, no, like, yeah, I was, um, I only know 5e. I've like recently like started looking at other stuff, like, mm-hmm. you know, the other editions and stuff like that, just m- mainly because of this movie, because I'm like, <laughs> none of this makes sense as far as me understanding what the fifth edition rule book. Of Dungeons and Dragons is so I'm like, what the hell movie is this? Because this doesn't feel anything <laughs> like the two years of me like <laughs> learning and loving Dungeons and Dragons, and then yeah. so I'll be bring this up. But I'm like, I I didn't realize that like in 2000, the third edition came out, so they were yeah. using second edition probably for the movie. Second, and that's yeah. like a whole completely different beast. And I'm like, whoa, oh, yeah. okay, yeah, so. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, like I, I super enjoy it. Um, um, we all know each other from video games, and so mm. I guess like now I get like, okay, this is where you know action role playing games and RPGs and JRPGs. This is where they get the system of you know stuff down, and um, even thinking back about like you know Final Fantasy games and all that stuff, like how like the turn based thing. Yeah, I remember hating turn based games as a kid, <laughs> and now like I'm playing. <laughs> oh you know irl turn-based game yeah so i'm like yeah. oh maybe i shouldn't have been like so harsh on all those older <laughs> games um, uh, it's but i think right. like growing up playing video games i mean maybe you know i don't know how i want to say this but like that prepared me for this because i'm like oh, okay these are th- I, I know all this these systems like you know picking mm. your class picking, you know all your like your moves and all this other stuff i'm like oh okay like I'm assuming video games took that from D&D. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, like, oh, yeah, okay, to a degree, yeah. To a degree, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But I do no like that, like, the mm. cool stuff that you wish you could do in video games, where sometimes you're like, oh, I'm yes. limited by this, like, fence. Or, <laughs> you know, I can only get, like, you know, especially, like, the older games where, like, you're playing like, for Nintendo, and you're like, I can only do, like, XXY, XXY for a moveset. You yeah. can flavor it however you want, and as long as you make your rolls and... And yeah. your DM is cool about it. You can be like, it should just be like a punch, but instead it's like I'm, uh, you know, I'm a yeah. a rogue phantom guy, so I turn into a goat <laughs> and I pop up behind him, and like you know, so it's mm. so much fun that you can be a part of this like interactive storytelling where it's like depending yeah. on what you roll, this story completely changes. So I, mm. I've been super enjoying it. And uh, I do remember the trailer to this movie back when I was a kid. <laughs> and um, I thought my soul was ready to watch it now that I'm an adult. And <laughs> I was not ready. <laughs> so, no. 
Yeah, that's my my D and D stuff. All right. Well, I heard fun enjoyment. Uh, I I was ready for it. I was here for it. But in regards to your own D and D play, that might be true. But yeah. uh, as as Jake just mentioned, uh, I don't believe anyone other than myself, and even then, my ex- expectations were exceeded. Uh, was ready for this movie. Um, <clears throat> it's bad, you guys. It's real bad. Like from bad. from 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 the jump. <laughs> The the the. All right, I just need to. I need to. I need dramatic to just... pause before you talk. Though. Yeah, so... yeah. <laughs> um, the 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 opening of this film is indicative of every single problem this film is going to have. We have narration uh, that dis- uh, discusses the empire of Izmir. And how the mages, an elite class of magic users, because no one knows what mages is, so you have to say mages and then immediately <laughs> define what a mage is, um, are are the the one percent, and everybody else is is trash and uh, and and almost no better than slaves. This is in fact a lie. Everyone just seems to be living their normal life if they're not a mage. Um, uh, <laughs> Over, and and this is delivered. Oh, and then there's the the empress. Uh, um, oh God, uh, em- uh, you know what? This movie doesn't deserve for me to remember these characters' <laughs> names. So Emperor Thor Birch uh, is like, yo, I got this rod that controls gold dragons. That's why I'm the empress. But then there's also like the Galactic Federation. Uh, but yes. they're mages. Oh my god! Um, it is just a galactic federation. Oh yeah! No, oh yeah! It is the council. Yeah, yes. exactly. The, um, you know, the council that doesn't know, do anything. Yeah. So, it's so like, the Jedi Council and the Galactic god. Federation rolled yeah. into one thing. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> yeah. It'd be even more D and D if they were actually all on the floating platforms, just like the Federation Council. <laughs> Honestly, it would have been more true to true to. <laughs> um, uh, oh, uh, be, uh, who's having honey dripped into their ears by the totally, totally not evil uh, w- mage Protheon, played by Jeremy Irons, uh, in an Academy Award-winning performance. Not yeah. it. It wasn't, but it's it's the only part of the movie that is actually entertaining. But he has other plans. And then we get a <laughs> sweeping shot um, that looks like they pulled it uh, straight out of Mortal Kombat. I'm talking about the original <laughs> one because the quality of the CG is exactly the same quality as in Mortal Kombat. And we get the single worst establishing shot I think I've ever seen in a movie where they're like, hey, we're going to show you this city. Nope, we couldn't finish the city, so here's a bridge and a couple of spires and now sewers. And thus our tale begins. Uh, Somewhere, (laughs) uh, in a place, somewhere um, underground in the sewers. And um, 
after this opening, what what did yeah. what did, what did everyone think? Oh man, um, yeah. Honestly, I feel I'm going to say this for the entire movie. It's not a good movie, but it is definitely Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> this feels exactly like the first campaign campaign I played in back in 2015. <laughs> not like thematically or anything, just like the style of, you know, starting out with a bit of general place narration and then like some sweeping vague visual shots, or in this case, two and a half sentences from a DM who hadn't really prepared and didn't know a lot of adjectives. Um, oh <laughs> yeah. Exactly what it sounds like. Yeah. It's, it's, it's super it sounds deep like, deep. like a stranger what the stranger things or whatever mm. that show is it's yeah. like this is the this is what the kids are actually playing mm. because they're like yeah. you know 12 year old kid and so mm. this sounds cool to a 12 year old kid but yeah. to everyone yeah. else is like this makes will, no sense I will give points to the extremely Warhammer Fantasy sewer lab thing like, <laughs> spinning magical device and a skull on a water sluice for no apparent reason. I'm oh, <laughs> man, you keyed in on that too, huh? Yeah. Because it's like the Why first thing right after the bad CG, and it does it's not even a good transition that makes any sense. So you're just like, hey, there's a skull. Why is there a skull on the water sluice? What purpose does the um, skull serve? To, to <laughs> let you know that it's a dungeon. about that, though? Hmm? I went on the IMDb because I'd seen that skull. I I too was like, why the hell is there a skull there? Because mm. that seems stupid. Like, is it supposed to be like, oh, he's a bad guy. These skulls. Um, the trivia says the bones visible in Profion's lair are real. These yes. scenes were filmed in as like a small chapel in the Czech Republic. Yeah, it's decorated with the bones of people who were buried in the surrounding cemetery. How did they get approval to be like, can we just use but- their bones? Well, they, they got approval from the government um, because no, they're, using it, they're using it. They're using it for a movie talk. that's not um, a black metal band. Like they felt <laughs> yeah. that that was going to be doing uh, because the, the ossuary is used for like good luck. Mm. Yeah, and they thought that that this doing a movie production was going to be a better thing than. Just having right. death metal? satanic yeah. black metal rights um, that they kept right, getting right. like requests for. I guess they neglected to mention that it would be the villain's lair. <laughs> Probably, <laughs> yes. Yeah, they said that... The whole time they should have chose Satan, because that would have been a better music video. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they, they, they said that, uh, that Jeremy Irons would be, you know, Academy Award winning... Actor Jeremy mm. oh, Irons yeah. would be filming yeah, really. scenes there, and oh well, that's a yes, yeah. that is. They're like Scar from Lion King. Yes, we yes, exactly. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, like, Bru- look, Bru- Bruce Payne's here too. He's also he mm. just probably finished Warlock Three. Um, yeah, in his inexplicable blue uh, lipstick. Oh, yes. I, I, I have, I have so many questions <laughs> about Damodar's lips, um, because oh, I, I, that uh, sentence I never thought that I would ever say in my life. To be perfectly honest, <laughs> thanks for the alternative yeah. title. I was going to go with hashtag not all mages as the title. Really, for this, but Damodar's <laughs> lips are pretty good. Jeremy Irons <laughs> gives the best one. Not so talented, Mister Ridley. 
Yeah, <laughs> I, I was, I was, yes, yeah. That I, oh, oh we'll get there. We'll get there. Mm. So, um, uh, we are introduced to the bell of the ball. Um, uh, the, uh, I was about to say the high mage Protheon, but um, hey, guess what? I don't know what Protheon's rank or status is. I don't know why he's leading the council because he's this important is enough that he doesn't have an office. He's just Protheon. No, he's important enough that he has like three offices. He's got a yeah, dungeon. Sure. He's got a dungeon. He's got his bone <laughs> office. And then he's got the opera house that they dressed up as the Senate Council. True. <laughs> and he's got his uh, like public speaking um, Saruman white robes. Yes. I'm his, not evil. His his linen, his mostly linen with two pieces of silk draped over it, row. Oh, I cannot get over how cheap every bit of costuming in this movie is. Once again, like I said, this movie like fails fundamentally on like every single level of being like a production. Yeah, and well, ninety nine percent of that is from the producers. Mm. Oh, yeah, I know the issues. Yeah. It's that's. The, oh my goodness! Yeah, we'll pick that a little bit too. I'm just saying, Leonard. How much would teenage men in the 1990s have known about good medieval fantasy clothing? Isn't this exactly what a Dungeons and Dragons outfit should be? <laughs> Look, if you can wear it to the Ren Fair, I was about you it could wear just... it in the 45 million dollar production. Yes, it it it's it's it it looks it looks like somebody got film and professional cameras and lights and then got a bunch of larpers together yeah, and said yeah, make a D&D movie yeah, uh, we'll give you some sets <laughs> and we'll give you $10,000 for CGI <laughs> yeah well that would have been larpers for like, people nowadays if you look at like the costuming for uh larping for Renfair just think like that it's mm. pretty high quality stuff Yes. Oh, yeah, like yeah. it looks really yeah. like it looks far above what's in this film. Granted, we're twenty something yeah. years later, but still. I mean, yeah. Right. I mean, we're also not all throwing millions of dollars at a production. Yeah, if they're already used in Europe. They should have just gotten the uh, the Russian Warhammer cosplay brigade. <laughs> Those guys do ridiculous <laughs> medieval fantasy stuff. Oh, all right. Yeah. So Protheon's conducting uh, some kind of evil experiment in his dungeon that involves a rod suspended in uh, rock candy. Um, yep. And uh, <laughs> it, we discover that uh, that uh, according to his henchman Damodar and his luscious blue lips, uh, you have the power to control dragons. Um, get used to that delivery and performance <laughs> because that is every line that he that Bruce Payne utters. Uh, yeah. And Bruce Payne was. Uh, we discover Damodar did a good job. Yeah. Oh yeah. He's very yes. Damodar. Good right hand henchman. Yes, he is very much that stock character that you'd expect to be the henchman <laughs> of the big bad. Yeah. He almost got character development, but then it just turned out he was lying. Which he tells right, you, yeah. I was lying. I mean, I lied. lied. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, um. and 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 then uh, Protheon 
um, whose name will never not sound like a hay fever medication to me. Um, uh, Ask your doctor. About Protheon. Let the blood rain from the sky! Um, So... Uh, he has captured a golden dragon. Uh, this is dr- the the cosmology of dragons in this universe is never established other than there are red and gold ones. Yeah. Uh, he tries to use his candy cane rod to uh, control the dragon. Uh, it, this fails spectacularly. A bunch of his nameless uh, uh, minions get fried. And then Protheon needs to drop a portcullis gate on its neck and murder it. <laughs> yeah, it's oh man, they do they do dragons dirty in this film. I'm just saying yeah. it now. T- tell us a little bit about maybe what these dragons should have been like because I I feel oh, yes. the red and gold yeah. thing was backwards. Yeah. Um. So in the in the internal consistency of D and D, you have two types of dragons. Generally speaking, there are other ones, but we don't speak of them in fifth edition at the very least. Um. <laughs> there are chromatic dragons and metallic dragons, and chromatic dragons come in all the colors of the rainbow, and they are evil. And metallic dragons come in a set of specified valuable colors, and they are good. Um. <laughs> it's a little more complex than that, but that's the basics of it. Um. See, the thing about gold dragons is uh, they can shapeshift into people. So what really should have happened was they should have opened this portcullis and Profion should have been on the other side saying, finally, you open the door, get the imposter. <laughs> That's a better movie than this movie. Just, yeah, I, I was, did you just I, make I, that I up? Or... No, it should be. They should, you just DM'd us right now? And I'll, it was I'll better DM for you right now. Roll a d20, motherfucker. <laughs> Uh, um, uh, oh, yeah. oh, we're, we're going to be throwing out a lot of ideas that would have made this a a better movie. Oh, absolutely. Um, um, but yeah, yeah, dragons are super intelligent, super magical. Um, and one getting crushed to death by what appears to be a wooden portcullis reinforced with some iron bar should probably not have happened. <laughs> <laughs> the thing's got two hundred seventy five HP. I don't know what you want from me. <laughs> uh, um um protheon is a is a very high level mage apparently yeah yeah he, he makes super heavy doors or something y- yeah he used like a gravity spell on mm. that that gate yeah yeah he bought a really tied to wild man and got the dlc spell <laughs> yeah he's using unomancy meets their magic <laughs> oh no turning this into a nerd specialty podcast so, yeah and, so. and one thing it'll it'll it's not even going to pop up later because I'll just mention it now. Yeah, yeah. It was driving me crazy because the entire film, Protheon's, like, chucking magic around all the time. Mm. He's constantly yeah. just casting spells, whereas anyone else that's a mage that we're shown to, like, have some kind of thing has to have comp- – they have to do something or use up things mm. to do. Yeah. Yeah, he's just like, so, I don't need that. I just point. <laughs> The trick here is Profion is clearly um, very smart because in a in a world ruled by wizards, which are intelligence-based casters that study, he's clearly just a sorcerer who was born with magic and never need to work for it in his entire life. <laughs> <laughs> but you've you've now highlighted a problem there, Cameron. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because because if the mages are the elite, but they're not naturally magical. 
I know anyone should the, be able to join. Any uh, okay. Um so yeah. uh yeah. The the dragon dies and and bleeds all over uh the, the sewer uh which leads to the river, which sets the river on fire, which yeah, I'm no, totally please. sure is a thing that happens in D D and is it is now. It, I'm incorporating yeah. this into Tuesday night's game. <laughs> Get ready for hell in a cell. Now on and, fire. Oh, that's oh, that's actually really funny. That's really funny. It's like they dump a bunch of dragon blood around yeah. the arena and the, actually, into water, on. and it. Oh man, that word document open just a second. <laughs> He's gonna type it's very, it's very visual. Use it. Use it. Hell in a cell with dragon blood. <laughs> dragon blood. The dragon blood moat. Oh yeah, final, um, final that was so weird. Code. I was like, "Wait, Clearly. like, why would their blood be flammable in water? Like, maybe yeah, this wouldn't is just, it have like, just like the level of pollution. Maybe <laughs> it should have been like igniting on the flagstones if that was the case. It's like true exposed to air and then it bursts into flame. Oh fucking no! But that'd be like rain of fire. <laughs> oh god! <laughs> I love that. I love that movie, but I'm sure it's equally really bad. Yeah. Yeah. I'll put that uh, on the list too. <laughs> yeah, please do. Just fill out the dragon repertoire. Make 2021 the year of the dragon. It is. Uh, we, got, we have like seven oh, yeah. dragon heart movies to go through now. Oh boy. I'm ready. Um, yeah. Anyway, continuing on. <laughs> um, yes. Uh, and uh, we. this is, once the, the river is ignited, this is where we are introduced to our hero and our annoying comic relief in the form of Ridley Lightbringer. Sure. I think. Sounds about right. Someone, he's, someone he's, took their character seriously. Because he's literally the only character that has a last name, a surname. Um, I, I'm not lying. He, yeah. No, no one sense. else has a surname. Uh, and uh, played by Justin Whalen. Uh, who is uh, every guy from the 90s that was on a TV show. He is Mm -hmm. both Jonathan Taylor Thomas and Leonardo DiCaprio. He is simultaneously uh, somehow too young looking to play this character and also (laughs) looks like he's 47. Um, His companion is Snails, played by Marlon Wayans, who who was told to uh, um, model his performance after Chris Tucker from The Fifth Element. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but if at, but if uh, Ruby Rod had no character arc whatsoever, and, and forgot to and make it also, charming, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. Um, um, hey, they're playing D anD D. You had someone who took their character relatively seriously, and then you have the person like one of my players, Josh, whose current character <laughs> is named It's Your Boy. <laughs> no, get it together, Josh. Come no, he's on. doing good. We love It's Your Boy. He killed three dragons. He's fine. Oh, never mind. Okay. Keep it together. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah. and 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 they hate mages because they're thieves and the mages lord over thieves and commoners even though there are clearly like upper crusty people like mm. directly behind them yeah. like there doesn't yeah. seem to be any kind of like social actual like social separation between the classes if if i'm to go off of the costume design and because this world is allergic to world like to the since this movie's allergic to world building i can only just assume that what i see is true 
Um, I have I have never run into a movie that is like insistent on tell don't show. I <laughs> like it's there is for a visual medium, but again, it is done just yeah. Um, and Ridley gets the bright idea to rob the the magic uh, academy because it'll be less guarded and because and the river's on fire. Because yeah, the river's yeah. on fire, and it'll really stick it to those mages. Because I've decided that uh, it, I've decided, and though I am correct, I have no no way to prove it that yes, this is in fact due to mages. <laughs> <laughs> well the best um, part is he lays out their plans and they're like they're still they didn't go anywhere they're still with the crowd of people yeah, oh, yeah. they're just talking about their plans on this bridge with like 20 they're people professional around they're allowed they're with the guild yeah they're with the guild they'll be the most famous thieves in guild business you didn't hear anything right <laughs> Um, can I just say that I am a tremendous Wayans family fan like mm. I love the Wayans like so much I grew up watching In Living Color uh, the Wayans Brothers show was one of my favorites and I feel like maybe the director was like I'm a big fan of that show too can you just come and just be the character you play on your TV show just imagine <laughs> Justin is your brother Sean and you guys have been teleported into D and D. And what would Marlin do in D and D? Just, just be Marlin. And I'm just like, he's he's an actually pretty decent actor. You could have just had him still be comic relief, but then also like not just be Marlin. <laughs> have some kind of like respect to it. Thing, Something. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, but I, I honestly re- feel like he was just like, we just love you on your Wayne's Brothers show. Can you just just be Marlin? Bring that. Bring that energy. <laughs> yeah i'm just like yeah. uh. but and, then and, like the rest of the movie i'm like okay this is probably just like a paycheck for him too the <laughs> way jeremy irons yeah. is like i had to pay for my castle yeah. somehow well <laughs> he's he's concurrently filming um two movies yeah, at the same time and i think right? his yeah requiem for a dream which is <laughs> not a completely not this <laughs> and all of yeah. his his drama pathos it probably just got used up <laughs> because he's doing yeah. two things at once he's like well the other side of my i have to do some fight choreography so i'll remember that and mm. then i'm just gonna run around screaming the rest of the time <laughs> yep <laughs> oh um, so so i did read allegedly um uh the director Courtney Solomon and Marlon Wayans came to an understanding where uh, Marlon was allowed to ad lib three lines uh, mm-hmm. per take, uh, as long as he read three lines from the actual script. So I am <laughs> thoroughly convinced that Marlon Wayans did not take this film seriously whatsoever. Um, and there is, I'm going to point to something once we get into the magic school that really highlights it and is like <laughs> one of my favorite like sec- decoration mess ups that I've seen in a film in a film this expensive mm. um um but <laughs> but after uh, Ridley and Snails make their plan to rob the magic school we are uh, introduced to uh Empress Thora Birch who um uh clearly just 
had a handful of Ambien because she sleepwalks through this entire film. Um, yep. This is a year after American Beauty. Once again, <laughs> the thing after that's, American Beauty, this yes. is it's a year after Whoa. American Beauty. And does it feel like this movie is just like misplaced in time? Yeah, oh <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. That's, that's a big she came that. out like ninety one or eighty nine. Yeah. Well, it was in it was in production for about that long, and had gone through extensive, extensive like rewrites and new and scripts and stuff because the director was shut. Well, he's not supposed to be the director. He's just he was kind of he had the rights from TSR to do mm-hmm. a movie. Um, he got the rights when he was nineteen, I believe. And yes, it took him ten years to get it produced. It kept getting he kept shopping it around. Uh, he got a another backer from China that helped him do a sort of, I think it's a kind of a semi-production company. Uh, mm. And he was trying to get, like, James Cameron, or a bunch of big-name directors attached <laughs> to this product. They were attached to it, but they were all like, no, we're busy with other stuff. Yeah, yeah. and so yeah, like James and, Cameron and Francis Ford Coppola. Yeah. He oh, wanted God. to. And yeah. Um, New Line picked it up uh, and then just kept like kicking his legs out from under him. Like at every turn was just making it harder and harder to do this. They reduced, they were reducing the budget. They uh, brought, they had to bring in some other writers. Um, and ultimately they were like, well, we're on a time, like, you, you know, there's a time schedule for when like the rights go up from this. So you needed to make the movie. You're just going to direct it yourself. Um, but then they were enforcing wow. other changes and like they made them use an earlier script and not the yeah. current one that he had done that was oh, no. theoretically <laughs> better because it had gone through revisions and oversight. And yeah. so that's yeah. that's predominantly a lot of the issues um, which created this thing that we have to watch. <laughs> wow. So this, it's, it's a lot this of behind the scenes chimera. like shenanigans. Um, is what resulted in this abomination of a film. <laughs> Basically. Wow. But, um, you know, for, for Thora Birch, uh, she had just come off American Beauty, but her her character, like, it it gave her, I don't think it was specifically depression, but she was, like, having a lot, a big hard time trying to, like, disengage from everything she had gone through to do American Beauty. So she just wanted something that was like a fantasy film or something light to undo that. And that's why she's just sort of she's like, walking she through this she as she, she sees this as like a therapeutic session, I think. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> I like, like I tried to be the first time I watched it, I tried to be generous and like, just kept saying to myself like, Oh, I, she's like doing like a childlike empress thing from the never ending story. Like that's what <laughs> yeah, she's right. doing. That's the choice that she's made for this character. Which and then what it feels like. <laughs> right. And then we get to the dragon fight at the end and I'm like, Oh no, she's just, she's just like, she's not, she, her soul she's, has left her body. Yeah. She's literally body. trying to use this to like return herself to human. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. And it was so, oh, um, uh, the, so the director, his vision for this prior to like a lot of the enforcement that was happening behind the scenes was to make this um, a trilogy like Star Wars. And <laughs> he's using the character arcs 
literally from Star Wars. That's why yeah. our main character, like, he's basically Luke. Like, that's what's going on here. Mm. Yes, he's Luke just, Solo, the roguish yes. adventurer, <laughs> naive boy. Exactly. He has the vest, he has the hair. Oh my god, Luke Solo. I'm surprised he doesn't lose a hand, honestly. Uh, that, that may no, have, well, that he may does. have he been loses. in the, uh, the, the, the new script that they didn't use. Uh, he does god. lose a hand, but that hand is representative of another person. Yeah, uh, that makes sense. <laughs> sure. <laughs> that that uh, match was a man. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Empress Thor Birch is informed that the uh, Galactic Federation Council uh, wants her super uh, uh, gold dragon rod because uh, she preaches about equality, even though they never really kind of define what that means, and because the the, the social status of the world doesn't make any sense. There's it, there feels like there's no threat there um but she's informed but that there's another rod that controls red dragons and if you just find that you can totally give away your your rod that controls uh gold dragons and everything will be okay because even though we're mages we clearly don't know that (laughs) chromatic dragons are evil there is so much that this these mages who run everything don't know about the history and magic of this world (laughs) that it's baffling (laughs) <laughs> I don't know what the council yeah. does because it's just it's really the the council is is Profion and then the guy with the goatee. Everyone else oh is God. just a, a shadowy figure that goes yeah or no. Yeah, like they're, they're not dis- oh my God. yeah they're not discussing they, anything. Why that's not a council? I, I got it. No, they've <laughs> discworld it. Leonard, you remarked that the the commoner society seems to be perfectly normal with its own tiers and classes and just a functioning economy, right? Yep. They've convinced the mages that they're doing something important on this council so that they leave them alone. <laughs> yeah, yes. This 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 is once again uh, once again a suggestion that would have made this movie significantly more interesting. Oh my god. If it yeah, had been implemented that change, way. Changed the plot to one of the mages is getting uppity and is trying to end the world again. Stop him. <laughs> Get him bored. Uh, get him thinking about accounting or something. <laughs> um, and it and but 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 the empress and her advisor are being spied on by um and a and, poorly rendered imp thing. And yeah. I say to myself, this movie has beholders in it later that are never used. You could have <sighs> literally just used a beholder. Yeah, they could have. Well, they, they needed salacious crumb. Yeah. Oh man, I thought the exact same thing about this 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 it, imp, and it turns and laughs at the like the screen. Yes, yeah. and then yeah. disappears, and like then we get times. the most. And it's then an we get the most. Breaks the fourth wall. <laughs> we get the most jarring cut ever, where it looks lo- like the cut is Jeremy Irons saying, "Yes, I must have that scepter," and I'm like, the cut between it disappearing. Like, mm. were you looking? Was it projecting this to you because it didn't have time to tell anybody anything? Uh, yeah, I thought yeah. it also, was using it as a like a familiar where it's it's he's controlling it like a puppet. 
But yeah, I mean, it, it doesn't explain any of that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, look to your right, you idiot. Yeah, yeah. If if it's Jeremy Irons familiar, he can look through its eyes within a hundred feet, but he'd have to be a warlock to look any further, and he's clearly a sorcerer. So I don't know what's going on with this. This guy's multiclassing. No, well, I don't know about it. According to Wikipedia, he's a warlock, right? Oh, that's a good point, actually. In the is he powerful warlock? <laughs> is he? Is he really? Or are they just you interchangeably using mage, warlock, and sorcerer? Oh, well, it would have been weird. I second like edition stuff. Like the second edition. That's a good The groups point. are just warrior, wizard, priest, rogue. Yeah, and I don't like, think warlocks came rogue wasn't even a word back then. Maybe so. Yeah. Because it, it, yeah, it's weird so because like, they're, they're a mage and specialized wizard. Oh, yeah. oh god! I actually no, never mind. I want a first edition D and D. Yeah, where, where the classes are where the classes are fighting man, wizard, dwarf, and elf. Mm. <laughs> uh, so, oh, yeah. so this movie. Yes, so, so this movie. actually. <laughs> no, the dwarf is clearly a barbarian. He's got an actual class. It's not dwarf. Yeah. <laughs> Oh god. Um yeah. so 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 a few things. Um so uh, and the, it's the rod of Savril um mm. that they're searching for the the red dragon rod. Oh man, bad bad uh, sentence to have made. Anyway, um <laughs> look, some people if they have an extensive comb over, they need to go get the rod of Savril. Yes. That's nice. We'll go with that. <laughs> <laughs> it's um, a big comb. It's a terrible prop. Yeah, it, it does. It does it's look a like comb. it also looks like a like a goofy spaghetti fork, um, <laughs> like that you get at medieval times humor. dinner and tournament. <laughs> um, <laughs> so a, a few things. Um, apparently, Protheon was trying to recreate a a magical artifact that already existed that he apparently didn't know about. Um, but yeah. he is a high <laughs> high ranking mage and possibly the head of the mage council. That is what mm. I believe about him. Uh, yeah. He did not know about this. He also did not know about the scroll that points to its location. Um, <laughs> so um, the only thing that we can take away from this is that Protheon is actually incompetent. Um, yeah, you know, there's a lot of yeah. books. That's a lot of books to read through just in one little library. You can't yeah, be especially when you don't need to read to get things. your power. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes, but he never once can't said, "Hey, read. is there a magical? Oh is there God. a magic artifact that controls dragons other than the Empress's scepter?" Oh, I'm, look, the Rod of Surreal, red dragons. Oh, I'm I, really leaning, wait. really leaning into this. He's a sorcerer theory because man. <laughs> He's just got all these books for show so the other majors don't suspect him. Yeah. He's <laughs> Never he's read that, a single one. He's actually illiterate. <laughs> he makes that. Uh, sure, why not? So, he's, so he sends Damodar to get the scroll. <laughs> Damodar, uh, what does that say? <laughs> <laughs> it's the exit, my liege. <laughs> uh, 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 I would watch to that To get movie. the scroll. <laughs> Just Jeremy Irons being illiterate and doing magic. I'm there for it. He sends he sends Damodar to the magic academy 
to uh, to get the scroll. Uh, Damodar is the captain of the Crimson Guard, which I can only assume are like the Empress's like personal guard. Yeah. Or are they the mate? Does she have a personal guard? Is mm. this like is is it a a British monarchy so- situation where the Mage Council basically Parliament and and Empress is a figurehead, <laughs> but in but her crown, her scepter and orb are actually magic. Oh <laughs> my god! Uh, yeah. Either way, the, the Empress has has no guards. She yeah. she has a tracker, yeah. but she has no guards, and all of the guards are evil. Oh yeah, and yeah. work and work for Jeremy Irons, and they look oh, evil. And you don't I mean you don't get more from, from a friendly face than Damodar. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't exude yeah. like uh, goodness. No, not at all. Uh, we're introduced to Ma- Marina. Is that yeah? Is that yeah? I think so. Of uh, uh, a character that literally has no characterization other than mage, and because magic is overpowered, um, she almost never gets to do any magic because she mm-hmm. would just solve the problem no, with it. No, she's low level. <laughs> they literally yeah. say she's low level. She has like three spell slots, and she doesn't take a rest in this entire film. <laughs> No, she does because she does get a costume change. Oh yeah, true. Like she takes twenty one minutes long rest. before the end of the movie. <laughs> Just enough to use one of her spells uh, again. Yeah. Uh, oh my god. Uh, and her 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 mentor is trying to unlock the scroll that will point to the rod. Uh, mm-hmm. Snails and Ridley have infiltrated like the eighty fifth floor of yeah. the magic. Academy with a rope mm-hmm. and a grappling hook because sure they uh, roll not twenty. Yep, <laughs> I'm, I'm like, listen, if if people from the undead settlement could get into Lothric, the high wall of Lothric, then I'm willing to buy that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> really, it's nails got <laughs> there. Um, and this is where uh, my favorite, like Marlon Wayne's just uh. being able to do whatever he wants happens, which is he grabs a prop dragon tooth uh, <laughs> and yep. it is it clearly is made of styrofoam yeah. and weighs like like half a pound yeah. but my favorite thing is he's picked up some like cheaply painted <laughs> gold crest and he's like it's a gold dragon tooth and I'm like ugh and and Ridley tells him to put it back and in the shot that he puts it back he puts it back facing downwards and the back isn't painted. Yeah. Oh, great. Yeah. So you was just, so good. he like, wasn't supposed to pick well. that up. No, he was yeah. not. <laughs> yeah, that's one of the three improvised lines he got and they left it in because it was better than the written line. <laughs> Probably the only good shot they got. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because that's like that's a that like that's a two camera setup. Like they mm. have two cameras on tracks for that shot because they did not shoot that more than once, and mm. they needed like coverage for it. So that I like it is clear that there are just two cameras being pulled along a track uh, for that one scene. Uh, oh, they make yeah. a lot of noise. Oh, hey, hey, guys, uh, mm. I've got a question. Yeah. Um. 
uh, what is the uh, tacky magic uh, box with cheap jewels that uh, releases <laughs> an illusion of a dragon lich? Um, what is that? What what edition is that thing from? That is a good question. Presumably from second. Um, <laughs> I don't know. It, it feels to me like the closest thing in fifth edition would be the deck of illusions, which is a deck of cards where you pull them out and they have monsters and you can do a Yu-Gi-Oh thing where you throw the card down and it makes an illusion of that monster. Mm-hmm. <laughs> which is great because, <laughs> you know, you've had things like fire giants pop up inside a small house. And you're like, what? No, <laughs> it's not right. Um... Yeah, I think that'd probably be the closest. I got no clue. Isn't there like a, a spell that's like a programmed illusion that? Oh yeah, that's probably it. Pops up or something yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah, it's a little programmed illusion when you fulfill whatever prerequisite you set. There you go. Yeah. Jake knows. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I I kind of wish I hadn't thought of it now because I don't feel like justifying this film. The whole time I'm me watching this movie it was like, how is any of this like unless you know Dungeons and Dragons, like how are mm. they even explaining that to somebody who doesn't? They don't. They, oh, they yeah. aren't. No, they, they aren't. aren't. Exactly. They don't. Shut up. You shut your face. <laughs> you what you I have the into. rule book. Well, okay. popcorn and watch the movie. <laughs> Listen, you only have the player's the guide. You can't even evil. see. <laughs> yeah, you're the dungeon this, master. Shut up. <laughs> Watch this, the movie. This, this movie aggressively refuses to explain itself, and I'm like, I'm kind of amazed by it. Like it, it, it is like th- if this movie was like a child, it'd be like no, like bunching its arm, like arms yeah. crossed, like no, no, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna tell you. Profion's a big, powerful mage. Like, what, 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 what rank does he have in the council? I'm not going to tell you. Oh, who, yeah, who do yeah. Snells and Ridley work for? That's not important. Um, yeah, does Marina have a have a family? <laughs> it, it's not important. I'm like yeah, Jesus yeah. Christ, movie. You do not want me to engage with you. Oh, this no, is a hostile. No. This is a hostile <laughs> exchange that you and I are having. Yeah, yeah. Of the DM's prep was reading the first hundred pages of Dust Capital and then just looking at dragon pictures online for twenty minutes. Is <laughs> what um, this entire thing is based on, right? Uh, uh, snails <laughs> and Ridley make a bunch of noise in the Magic Academy. They're introduced to Marina, who wraps them up with a spell that lives in a ring that she had, a brooch yeah. that she has attached yeah. to her. Her, uh, yep, wrist that um that she uh never uses again after the scene. Um, Used it up, doesn't regenerate. Someone else cast that spell for her. That's an item. It's real. I know. (laughs) I'm being a nerd. Oh god. Um, Damodar shows up and kills her her master, but not before he throws her the scroll. Mm. Uh, she's dragging Ridley and snails along, uh, and then opens a portal using the uh, requisite can do whatever she needs it to do at the time magic yeah. dust that she gets uh, one time other yeah. <laughs> in this film. Um, 
and uh, escapes to ground level, uh, which is, you know, still looks pretty normal and not some awful hellscape that they seem to (laughs) imply that it is. Uh, And then they uh, run, uh, she runs directly into a pile of garbage, but seems surprised by it. Um, She doesn't get out of the tower But but her reaction to it, because she is looking straight ahead, is literally that pile of garbage like materialized in front of her, and she couldn't (laughs) stop. Um, We are introduced to Elwood, uh, the dwarf. Hey, uh, are you surprised that this character has a name and that it's Elwood because his name is never said once throughout the entire movie? Yeah, (laughs) he's just dwarf. He's just dwarf, uh, he's and I'm like, oh, <laughs> I'm like, oh, hey, it's that guy from uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. Cool. Um, yeah. It is I'm that one. Where he's from? Shit. You're right. <laughs> he's, <laughs> why do I know this guy? Substantially taller than a dwarf. He's like five eight. Oh yep. yeah, yeah. And he did so much better in Pirates of the Caribbean. Yes, he did. Yeah, really. It's because he was, was in pain script? this whole movie, trying to like stoop yeah. and pretend to be he's small. Like the, Mm. He's the parlay puppet guy, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, again, Lord of the Rings came out less than a year after this, and they pulled off the making people look short thing super well, with not even a particularly difficult-to-do trick. (laughs) This this is a year away from Lord of the Rings. Yeah, just have him stand further back than everyone else. Yeah. And all of those other ones still hold up. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Well, first um, Harry Potter, not so much, but Lord of the Rings, definitely. Yes. Yeah. Um, Damodar uh, uh, sends himself and his guard through the conveniently open portal that apparently will just stay open for however long 15 mm. people need to travel through it. Yeah. Which is, <laughs> once again, inconsistent with what we see later on in the film. Yeah. Um, uh, they, there is a brief scuffle between Damdar and Elwood, where Elwood sweep kicks his le- the captain of the Crimson Guard's legs, mm-hmm. and then they escape into the sewers. Uh, <laughs> cut to a comical poster of Maria, uh, uh, be- and the announcement that she's wanted for breaking an old man's neck because that is a plausible <laughs> thing that happened. Um, yeah. Uh, I think it's funny that there is absolutely no reason for uh, Ridley, Snails, or Elwood to continue to follow her uh, because they are only looking for her because they only want her because she has the scroll. Um, (laughs) But no, uh, they decide that even though uh, every uh, the 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 city's on high alert, that they're going to go to um, the not Maz Isley Tavern. Um uh and and hide out there. Yeah. Oh man, how did you like those orc costumes, everyone? I mean, man, at least they look interesting, I guess. <laughs> you don't have to be rough. nice in this movie, Cameron. Yeah, pretty rough. <laughs> oh man, I love this ta- I love this. It's and it's Good a wonder and my and my favorite thing about this tavern uh, this tavern oneer establishing shot is um right when they get to like the area where the party seated 
Mm-hmm. Um, you can see like Marlon Wayne's just has a horn in his mouth and he's yeah. pretending to blow into it. Yeah. And someone was like, I'm not putting the editor was like, I'm not putting it a sound a sound effect in for that. I'm not <laughs> doing that. I refuse. Yeah. Um uh Elwood's gross because he's a dwarf and haha, that's funny. So shoves like basically shoves a chicken into his face. Uh, Marina is dismissive and is trying to unlock the the map. Uh, uh, Ridley gets insulted because Mage bad uh, and decides mm-hmm. to leave until uh, they try to give him some character development by having him <laughs> say, "Hey, hey, the 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 red marks on this map look like a lock that my dad used to put on his plans in his carriages. And I'm like, is that character development? No, it's not. You shut up because it'll (laughs) never be brought up again. In fact, in fact, to punish you for this, this attempt at character development, we are going to remove two characters from the movie and have them have a conversation that you won't hear. Yep. Yep. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> we missed they never movie. explain mm. what conversation they have, right? No. Nope. Uh, yeah, well, they there's, do. There's she... a race and they commit to finishing the quest. That's about <laughs> it. That's all we know. <laughs> so, like, where do they go? In the map? Yeah. That's uh, where, yes. Like, my dad used to be this person. That, that all happened inside the. It was literally like, oh man, you were you thought you were gonna get character development, yeah. but we have, but it was a trick. And here's anti-character <laughs> development. Bad and naughty characters get stuck in the map. Uh, <laughs> uh, I also like how like Marlon Wayne or Snails is like, oh, this isn't like terrifying that my friend just disappeared. Wasn't he? Didn't you just say like, oh, that's my boy yeah. or something like yeah. that? Like, yeah, he's magic. I, 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 yeah. It's fantasy world. It's not inconceivable <laughs> that they've seen someone sucked into a piece of parchment before. What's well, like they didn't explain? Did, did it send them somewhere? Are they just in the map? Are they? Yes. Are they, did it put them in another location? And you should follow them because all of your questions, words? every question you could ever ask about what happened, is yes. Yeah. <laughs> that's the answer to all of them they are all possible possible that they all happened they are all correct because the movie does not bother to establish it one way or another just, or, or give any sense of like gravitas because Elwood's just like that's just what mm-hmm. happens I don't really care yep, yep. yep. and stop, uh, snap. stop flirting with the nasty elf <laughs> yeah, snails. The snails see spies. Spies uh, 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 an attractive elf in in uh, uh, early two thousands, late ninety fantasy boob armor. Um, oh, it's the worst it's ever yep. been. It's insane. <laughs> it has it has a belly button and like sculpted yeah. like hip joint bits. It's, it's so bad, so ridiculous, <laughs> and cone. <laughs> it's just like why yeah why is it like this can i just say that when that happened the whole time my wife was watching this with me was just like why is marlon wayne's wearing that dumb thing on his head that whatever that hat it's, beanie it's or whatever hat, but it's, to be. i think it's open on top it's a really weird yeah, it's missing the top yeah, like like it's supposed it's, to be like the like the the like early two thousands visors that everybody was wearing again. Yeah, he just didn't have it turned <laughs> sideways. 
Okay. Yeah. But then like what was wild is when when we saw the elf, my wife was like, wait. Because like he just goes over there and just starts talking to her. He's like, wait, is he an elf? Like, is he like hiding his ears or something like that? And I was like, <laughs> later on, I was like, well, that would have been a cool plot thing, but no. Something else that would have <laughs> right. made the movie more interesting. Uh, every, every, everything <laughs> that could possibly make this <laughs> this movie more interesting and more coherent is thing <laughs> are things that are not in this movie. <laughs> oh my fucking god. Um. Damodar uh, infiltrates the tavern because, of course, he did. What were they thinking? Hiding in public space. Uh, Elwood creates a bar fight because, of course, um, yeah. it's because it's D and D, and there should be a tavern bar brawl. Uh, yeah. Snells yeah. and 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 Elwood escape uh, and uh, do some uh, comedic. Uh, I use big air quotes when I said comedic uh, <laughs> bits to uh, pull Ridley and Marina out of the scroll. They tell us that there's a ghost, a wraith in the scroll, which might be defective. Ugh, God, uh, that, that bit. Uh, and that they've committed to finding the Eye of the Dragon, which is at the center of the maze in the Thieves Guild in another city. We don't know how far away that is. We don't nothing know the matter. location of anything. It nothing matters. Space and time are fluid. It's a nightmare. We're all slowly dying. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, Pro, uh, our our boy Protheon reappears to uh, inject some life into this movie, uh, um, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. and punish Damodar by putting a nondescript evil parasitic thing in his body that yes. will uh, kill him. Um, maybe maybe uh, it'll certainly <laughs> make his head big and irritated and red. Um, yeah, I don't like how his ears look at the rest <laughs> of this film. It reminds so, me of when I was a kid and got ear infections at the time. <laughs> so it's a second edition mind flayer that they just decided to put in a person? Oh, interesting. So, so tell tell us about the Mind Flayers, how it maybe okay, should this, have this been. Is, this is very different to the modern incarnation of the Mind Flayer. Um, I mean, like, there, there would have been a way to do it that is, like, true to canon, but then I guess you couldn't do the weird tentacle ear thing. Um, so Mind Flayers are little Cthulhu men uh, who reproduce by a process called ceramorphosis where they insert a tadpole into a humanoid's eye and it eats your brain and then transforms your body into another mind flare. Yes. Um, which we saw which in... Is, there's a trailer oh, for something that just... Baldur's Gate 3 trailer. Okay. Shows that. Yeah, yeah. where there's oh, yeah. the guy and he, like, <clears throat> his head explodes into a mm. lifted mind flare yeah. thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I knew it. Yeah. I knew it was um, yeah, and uh, honestly, would have taken a hard swerve into horror more so than it did with the ear thing, I think. With that, that was still that disturbing. It could have been really interesting. Honest. Still disturbing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like, hey. Hey, I'm about to make a... I'm about to do that thing that I shouldn't do with this movie, which oh, is boy. make a suggestion that would have made the movie significantly more interesting. Man, mm. wouldn't it have been kind of interesting if that Mind Flayer had had a personality that oh, was man. opposite to Damodar's? <laughs> And was like a weird kind of like skeezy jokester. 
Let Bruce Payne have a little bit more range in this film. <laughs> no, no, keep him exactly the same way, and then somebody else as like <laughs> the disembodied voice. Yeah, like his comic relief, like parasite oh buddy. My God. Oh my you imagine? <laughs> yes, yeah. I could. That just reminds like, we me of um, lipstick. We can't give him more brain damage. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. That's what that's what Damodar's character actually needed. Uh, well, it's, it seems like, like going to do because he's like get to know each other. And he's yes. going to talk to him or something. And then I mean he guess I guess nope. he gets to know it because he just randomly is freely using it without any kind of consequence. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, man. Again, million and one things uh, to improve this film. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and and Protheon's very clear. He's like, "Yo, just get me that scepter." It goes. Um, and but if you don't, then it'll kill you. Bye. Um, <laughs> and our party reaches wherever this thieves guild is located. Uh, as they enter through a side door, uh, which I swear, I think they were actually trying to convince us that this was like the main entrance into this town mm. but it is clearly like a side door in a ruin in like the <laughs> Czech Republic <laughs> that they tried to dress up like the main <laughs> like throwaway into yeah. this town. Snails continues to be, uh, Snails turns up the snail a thousand percent in the scene and is just uh, grabbing stuff in uh, yeah. the and it must be rolling twenties on everything because he's oh, there's yeah. no stealth there's no there's no. <laughs> um, uh, and then we are introduced to three uh, eye who is a three eye thing I don't know yeah. if that's an actual race in D and D I don't know it it he's a character in Critical Role now I guess but. Um... <laughs> Jake can laugh with me at that one. Um, no, I don't know. I like his design. It's cool and unsettling. I have no clue if he's an actual canonical D and D thing. <laughs> like, this isn't D and D. Who's this guy? There's a Doctor Who um, extra. Yeah, he sounds like a Doctor Who extra too. Um, <laughs> work because Tom Baker's in here. So, yes. Oh, well, there you go. Um, and uh, who is also rolling twenty on his thievery checks because oh my god his introduction's great where he has already stolen the item but then does the bump Mm, after he's already pocketed it i'm like that's not the way that works you do it (laughs) while you pocket it so they fine whatever it's a point Um, of professional pride he did too well yeah (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) uh the ridley and snails go looking for the thief they snoop they snoop they are finally captured by the thieves guild and hey it's richard o'brien yeah uh, riffraff from rocky horror the host of the crystal maze uh mm. because they just decide to make this next sequence crystal maze irl yeah um, yeah <laughs> um he's uh he sends Ridley into uh the the guild maze that no one has ever survived uh which is amazing because it's three rooms with all easily disabled traps 
um, <laughs> which means that your thieves guild is garbage and boy, I mean, you all suck. It, he kind of implies later on that he couldn't get through that. Like, never yes. give me back my thing. I've been waiting 15 years for someone to get that. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Yes. Just like okay, but it's like it can it connects to the exit. So couldn't you have just gone in the back? Apparently not. <laughs> nope. <laughs> it's like that only unlatches when you get the we get the dragon's eye. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I actually did really like the sequence. It was very classic D and D. Just a bunch of stupid traps. It's yes. Like, and the first two are relatively logical. It's like you know, watch out for pressure plates. Uh, do the reverse Indiana Jones, where you touch the light and something swings directly at you instead of out of the wall. Yeah. Yes. And then like step on the right panels, but some of the panels flip. Like there's some interesting stuff here. And then we get mm-hmm. the most D and D possible moment, which is there's a timer and an extremely complicated to pick lock, which has like razor blades going around it. And the uh, the solution that ends up working is just smash the timer. Yes, <laughs> like it feels like the DM just didn't write an answer for how to pick this lock and went with whatever worked first. It feels like the DM that was like didn't want the character to die, so they're like, yeah. uh, uh, <laughs> you notice that the the, the hourglass is uh, ticking mm. or something like that." Yeah, yeah, it keeps ticking. They're like, "You're it's gonna t- die, t- ticking away." It, it, uh, like, given my very limited experience with indie, it literally. Felt like the DM was like, "Hey, roll perception, roll yeah. perception, yeah. roll perception, <laughs> roll perception, please, <laughs> please keep rolling for perception." All right, yeah. you notice that the hourglass looks really weak, and you swing at it and break it, and the trap stops. Thank you, yeah. thank you for make not making me kill you since you couldn't <laughs> yes. do anything you needed to do. You are the main character in this party. No one else is motivated. Hourglass is formed of highly breakable glass. Wink. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) A dove flies in through all and lands on the hourglass and begins pecking it. You notice tiny (laughs) cracks form on its glass surface. (laughs) Um, it do be like that. You yeah, stop surprise. the sands of time, or can you? Oh man! Uh, you surprise have a the back to your father that we didn't talk about. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, surprise! The thieves' guild are, is unscrupulous, but that doesn't matter because Damodar is here to wreck everything because he can track them because he's tracking. The Empress's tracker, who is yes. the elf, <laughs> which doesn't make any sense because a tracker yeah, would tracking? know that. Yeah, I, yeah. So you elven tra- tell me an elven the tracker elf would ranger know. is rolling yeah. nat ones on covering her tracks. <laughs> that yeah. is what we are led to believe by the progression like, of events. She was hiding in the tree earlier, and nobody oh. noticed that she was in the tree. That was but a tracker. I did love that. Like the party walks away and just zooms into the background. She's just there. It's like, oh. <laughs> just they did a plain sight in the tree. Yeah. Um, oh, man. Ridley's like, yo, I'll burn the map if you don't just let us leave. And then starts burning the map. And Damdar's <laughs> like, do, do it. Uh, and then, uh, Ridley puts the map out before they leave. Um, yeah. And, 
Pirates. And I'm like, oh, okay. Um, and then the thieves attack, and they're, oh, no, it's Brawl, because yeah. we didn't get enough of that the first time. Nope. Um, <laughs> Damodar um, does... Damodar desperately tries to not destroy the map prop, so he steps yeah. next to it yeah. to look like he stepped on it, which is <laughs> once again one of my favorite things ever. Yeah. I, yeah, I love that shot so much. I'm like, uh, nope, you missed yeah. it. Marina, you can still grab it and go. He's not actually <laughs> stepping on it because they only made one. All right, <laughs> you're captured now. And yeah. oh, okay. So um uh Ridley you... runs out uh looking for Marina and I swear like I don't know what they did to this shot in post, but the one where it's like the uncomfortable close-up of his face and screaming Marina. And I'm like, what was in the background that you needed to zoom in so hard, like in post <laughs> I mean, to, to use this shot? Like people live in this area of the Czech Republic, right? It was probably like a dude on a oh, bicycle. Man. Yeah, actually, <laughs> now that I think about it, you're probably right. <laughs> um and then the rest of the party escape the thieves guild get captured yeah. by uh elf ranger who is totally like man i i'm actually kind of itching to kill all of you uh which completely goes against uh, what she shows her character to be for the rest of the movie um <laughs> but whatever who needs internal <laughs> or character consistency in film uh, uh we ride all night because, uh, and that way we will catch up to Damodar before they set up camp. Even though when they get there, they've set up camp in a, <laughs> an abandoned castle, um, yep. and 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 it's been camp for a while. Yeah. Uh, it's been a camp surprise for like a month. Like that's an established yeah. uh, bedroom with curtains and 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 it should be noted. That that this is like it's three days before the council votes to take to have the empress relinquish her scepter, and more than three days passed. Um, oh yeah, actually, sure. yeah. Uh, so <laughs> sure, so. Um, uh, the camp, the uh, the crimson guard, they got beholders in the uh, camp. Cameron screams, uh. screams, screams. <laughs> and cry <laughs> I did actually just out loud just start yelling at that point <laughs> what the fuck is this what the actual <laughs> yeah it's, it's hey listen beholders are incredibly paranoid and like self important narcissists uh, they would never work together they would never work for people and um also these ones look absolutely awful Offend, <laughs> offend my aesthetic and my knowledgeable sensibilities all in one. <laughs> nah, nah, it's fine. They're like Goombas. That's what beholders are, right? They're like the Goombas of the game. That's why I see them yeah. on all. Yeah, like the cute mascot. They're like yeah. Jack Frost for S and T games. They're yeah, like the yeah. cute mascot of D and D. Okay, it's definitely not a floating eyeball that can shoot disintegration beams. <laughs> Yes, we get we get a better so, example from them out of uh, Dragon's Dogma. That's not even a D and D. Yeah, yeah. Oh, God. Dragon's Dogma is very D and D beholder. 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah, it is. Um, uh, Elwood and Elf Ranger stay behind because they were not meant to go there. Meaning that possession. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? That you know what? They should have touched the map and been sucked yeah. into into it. It would have been a good device. We'll go talk to the wraith and give him an update on how the quest is going because we bound ourselves to him somehow in some unexplained manner. We're committed. Yes. We we bound ourselves to him, and by we I mean Ridley. Yes, cursed us. <laughs> Ridley turned us. <laughs> Ridley turned us into a, a, a Lycee, and now we have to serve this Wraith Falcy because this movie is also Final Fantasy twelve. I'm sorry, 13. So that, that's the best oh, part God. about Snails is his one character. He's, like, he's ridiculous the entire time until it comes to something like that makes complete common sense. And he's like, yeah, let's mm. not do that. And then Ridley yeah. does the about face. He's like, no, 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 I committed us to it. We're, uh, I signed up like a blood pact. What? What? Yep. What what did you oh, It's like uh <laughs> yeah, I love mages, just this one. Yeah, just this one and for no reason. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um uh Ridley goes, "Oh yeah, we get the scene damn dark fakey mind flow to literally suck the information out of Marina's head. It yeah. is unpleasant and uncomfortable. Um, like unpleasant. she, she, she's at really acting real hard in the scene, mm. and Bruce Payne <laughs> is doing the weird Bruce Payne thing that he's been doing this entire movie, <laughs> and it's real, just like not good. Mm. And like, and like, I'm like, ah, oh, the moment of like darkness in this D and D movie, uh, yeah. and it, and it's also super super unpleasant because everything around it has been so incompetent that this just actually makes me uncomfortable yeah <laughs> like yep, this, uh... this moment of big acting and he's selling the like you're almost convinced maybe he's not so terrible though did a good job of that's acting right there yeah you can't i don't even know how to bulge that many veins in my body <laughs> yeah, you know no no joke yeah. though like it was at that moment like it was kind of like it felt like you were like looking at your phone the whole time you're watching this movie and then suddenly um, he starts acting and you're like oh wait what there's acting in this movie and then he's like psych i'm bad guy and then yeah. the type of acting <laughs> The trick to that is, I watched this on my phone, and I had I had downloaded the I downloaded yeah. the um the lowest quality just to like not have oh, a man. huge gigabyte file thing, and yeah. So I'm watching this, and it's just artifacting like every five seconds, oh, and God. I was like, "This is fine." It probably looked like that in the first place. <laughs> it was like yeah. watching an old QuickTime movie. Oh, <laughs> and it still looks better that way, right? Uh, oh, I, I can attest I, I was that it okay better with it. that way. Because <laughs> yeah. I watched this on Amazon on my laptop uh, and full screen, and I'm like, oh man, look at that artifact. And this is the high quality version of this movie. Yeah. Man, okay, yeah. you did not so, care. It, it artifacted the entire time except 
for when it was um, Jeremy Irons or Damodar talking, then it was perfectly clear. It was really weird. <laughs> like, uh, I mean, okay. Yeah. They knew I mean, it, it helped, it helped sell their performances because they were the only ones that were like crystal clear the entire time. <laughs> I love that. The, uh, I love that once again, this is another moment of the movie. Like, uh, oh, oh, you think Damodar's going to have some character development because <laughs> Maria's like, oh, man. Why, you're the captain of the Crimson Guard. Why would you betray the Empress? Which is a question that I've been asking this entire movie. And he's <laughs> like, I didn't want to. And it's like, oh, and he's like, but he's doing the lie thing. But because yeah. he doesn't have any character, the lie thing actually felt like, oh, maybe we're going to get backstory. And then the movie was like, psych, you're an idiot. Yeah. Not yeah. there was going to be more story or context to anything. <laughs> you fool! And then the movie slapped me in the face and spit on me. Yeah, I was <laughs> I was genuinely convinced when he was saying like that. I didn't want to couple of lines. Like you sold that. That was really yeah. good. I was convinced. There's like, oh man, he's going to turn around. Like no, no, he is just actually evil. And yes, <laughs> God. <laughs> Uh, so Ridley saves Marina. Uh, there's a really bad fight sequence involving their escape. Um, mm-hmm. a mini boss appears. Um, <laughs> during that <laughs> fight sequence, uh, Snails meanwhile is is snailsing it up in Damodar's room until he <laughs> falls into the. Um, now now. Let me ask you, is there yeah. a uh, magical illusionary cream of wheat carpet in D&D? <laughs> <laughs> I thought is, it is, looked like porridge. Of it some was oatmeal. It, it yeah. is, in fact, oatmeal. Um, oh, but I, it, I, it is actually oatmeal? That yes, oatmeal. and he said he's, he's <laughs> never eaten oatmeal since he hated it. Apparently. He hated it so I much. Don't, I, I don't blame him. Um, <laughs> you can... You can put like a hallucinatory terrain down or something to hide the illusory porridge floor, but I don't know, man. <laughs> this just feel this just feels like Damodar sets up a big vat of porridge in front of the important artifact every morning. <laughs> Painstakingly um, painting the top of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's the thing. Like, so that's the thing. Like, it's a really good effect at the beginning, but they hold on the shot too long because. Yeah. It's it. It feels like they were like we got one shot at this. No, they like, had to do it three times. Looking they had good, to do it multiple times. Oh god! Did they? They yeah, reset that man. thing. Yeah, that's why he's so upset about it. He's like, I hate oatmeal forever. Jesus. Because it was. He was oh. like, it's because they had to put a um some kind of glue, something to make it like not rot. Yeah. So yeah, it was right. very sticky, and it was just in everything. Oh my god. <laughs> Because imagine he's up to it losing, in his neck in it. Imagine losing a foodstuff for life because of this film. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I don't think the art was good enough to justify the suffering <laughs> by our dear actor. <laughs> Mr. Uh, Martin didn't we, deserve this. Well and we have no we, idea we, of the order of when they film things. Like if they film this first, he's like just oh, I can see him like resentfully like just <laughs> hamming it up that too much sense. because he's upset. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you know what? You know what? I can pinpoint exactly when they filmed it. Uh, They filmed this, this, that scene before the pre. 
Thieves Guild where he's stealing everything and yes. clearly doesn't care about his performance while he's stealing yes. everything. That is the order that they filmed. <laughs> that is. Jesus. Um, we get a great line from Damodar. Just like you thieves, always taking things that don't belong to you. And I'm like, yeah, that's that's a thing. That's the definition yeah, of a thief, description. right? There's a guild around <laughs> yeah. it. That's what they do. It's like a sanctioned yeah. activity for some reason. See, see, it's stuff like this that absolutely allows me to believe that this was an they used an older version of the script because every yeah. single thing sounds like a placeholder for and then we're gonna punch this up later because there's no way we can just use that <laughs> oh like oh so uh, i'm sorry i just have to go back to this this is mm. like when marina confronts ridley and snails in the uh, in the academy and they're like we're the cleaning crew and she's like more like the clean up crew oh, and i'm God. like that's the same thing yeah. Did you mean to see, say clean out crew? Because that would have implied <laughs> that they were thieves and mm. been a play on words. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, anyway, Snails dies. That's yeah. that's what, what we're yeah. getting up to. Damodar, Damodar beats the ever-living hell out of him and then stabs <laughs> him in the back. Stabs him no in the back with his Valdo Valdo claws and yeah. throws him off of a cat. <laughs> like it made absolutely no sense to me. Like they're mm. there and he's like, "Let him go," and I'll give you like they say like he has the eye thing, right? At Disney yes. Eye yes. And then so like I'm like okay, and then the thing that makes no sense to me is like Marlin pulls out like the scroll and then throws it. Yeah, and then that's when he gets stabbed, and I'm like, "Was that him like throwing his contract? Like, I have fulfilled my contract. I don't have to do this movie anymore." <laughs> and then they killed him. Well, they only had him. <laughs> yes. but it was very short. Uh, mm. It wasn't 19, 19 days. It was something very wow. limited work because he was yeah, doing the like two like movies. So yeah. he he did have to peace out at some point. Yeah, but like, like it just uh, made no sense just write like, him out what of is Marlon throwing though? Like. Isn't it the scroll with the location of the the actual rod? Yes, so, like, yes, it so. is. Yes, but like, it how is. is that like? Is that like him saying like, "Here, just or whatever your name is, Ridley"? I'm yeah. gently tossing the scroll to you. <laughs> it only made and it then like a foot. You while you try, you <laughs> run and grab the scroll and and peace out. Yeah, but instead, yeah. oh. Yeah, look, look, look. Snail, the, the guy playing Snails has been experimenting with playing a ranger instead of a rogue and has decided he wants to switch to playing Norda the ranger. And so it's having the DM kill his character off, clearly. Uh, I'm just convinced that was his actual contract. Like, my contract has been fulfilled. And he's like, okay. Yeah. 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 Oh, no, that, that's the order, right? They did the oatmeal, then they did the market scene, and then they did this scene, and he said, okay, I'm gone. <laughs> I'm gone. <laughs> <laughs> no one's gonna remember. Uh, you're gonna have to resolve this. I'm out. Gonna... Um, we get the very dramatic drop to knees. No dolly in on uh, mm. Ridley, which is fantastic. I I I Hand can't believe I can't believe that they actually like 
someone said, yeah, that's a good idea. That's a thing that we should have. That This is a shot we should have in this movie that oh, yeah. we expect people to take seriously. Yeah. Um, Nobody picks up the scroll, even though everybody had they magically have it later. No, they, yeah, Watch they the scene again three times. No one, yeah. no, no one, no one picks up the scroll. They just have it though. Oh, uh, hey, wait, Leonard, retroactive <laughs> yes. edit that makes the film better. Back in the Thieves Guild, when Damodar got the scroll, because Ridley pulls it out and threatens to burn it, he obviously just pulled out another piece of paper he had on him, right? <laughs> yes, just a rolled of up piece of paper and. Damodar would never look. He's too he's too loyal. It's not his information, it's not for his eyes. This is for the master. <laughs> this is clearly uh, what's happened here. They never got they never lost it and they just they just didn't tell snails. Oh, thus thus making his death completely. <laughs> yeah, I thought that's why Ridley screamed no before Snails was killed. Yeah. He's like, no, that's that's it's the blank one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Why would I set the one thing we need to complete the quest on? Why fire? would I give it's you the important real. wait? Sorry, snails. <laughs> yeah, uh, Ridley oh, fights Damodar. Damodar stabs him in the shoulder blade and twists with his own sword, which is yes. hilarious. Uh, and twists and uh, Marina. Fortunately, snails. Uh, dra- grabbed a magical item for Marina before mm. he got murdered and conveniently dropped it for her to use <laughs> as well because why should the mage be able to do any magic in this movie about oh, yeah. commoners and mages uh, she uh, uses the same exact spell that she hit Damodar with at the beginning of the movie and then mm. makes a portal and runs away so she has literally done the same thing twice every yep. time single time that she's used magic yeah she has two uh, spell slots she knows two spells yeah. we're doing fancy and casting she prepared each one one time <laughs> um uh, uh terrible yes uh so- the Oh, go on. See, in the morning when you prepare your spells, you cast most of the spell except for the last couple words, and then you hold it in your brain and remember it. Which means you have to assign each spell you're going to cast the day for the day how many times you want to. So she's like, I know two spells, so I'll just do each one once. And that's why she only ever casts these two spells in the entire film. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> well, that actually and, works with and, second edition logic. <laughs> yeah, the director did specifically say everything that they do is according to the rules. Like they they couldn't go outside of it. Mm. Yeah, I. So, uh, well, then that means that Cameron. Is... <laughs> it's just hey, look, well, there's, there's a good. reason why there's many editions after second edition. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There, there's lots of there's been a lot of experimentation. There's a reason why they're on fire right now. Yeah, it's a, it's gotten a lot more. It's gotten a lot better. Look friendly. <laughs> um, Nora takes uh, the party to the city of the elves, which is yep. a map painting that looks like the Ewok village. Um, yeah. They wanted Locked Lorien, and then they got Ewok village. Yep. No, it's not uh, worse. It's only Ewok village. It's true. <laughs> uh, Tom Baker uh, a bit of stunt casting and to exposition while healing Ridley. Uh, dragons are the source of 
and the death of a dragon is a is a terrible thing and this rod uh the rod of Savril uh, threatens to rend the very fabric of magic if it is used um Mm-hmm. Uh, and and then he's like, "Ding, Ridley's done. Uh, Ridley uh, having uh, survivor's guilt over snails, which is the most ridiculous thing that I think I've said <laughs> this entire podcast." Um, uh, 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 yells at Marina. Uh, Marina temporarily turns into a goose off screen. Um, <laughs> I love I love the I'm not all mages are bad yes, and that, not all mages. Yep. Uh <laughs> and then her yelling I'm not and it just sounds like it sounds mm. like yeah. like goose game. It sounds like she she turned into untitled <laughs> goose game. It's a wonderful day in the elf village and you are a horrible mage. Um and uh <laughs> you know because because they both of these actors have finally emoted in some way. They are now in love because that's mm. how movie work. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, next, we see our adventurers. Marina has a new outfit. Um, unex- for some reason. Or, for some reason. Um, uh, yeah, she, even though she needed glasses from the very first scene that we've seen her, she has not worn them since. So she mm. apparently cast some sort of spell on her eyes. Um, <laughs> her other spell she knows. That's why she only has so many spell slots because she has to use it for her vision. <laughs> ah, that makes sense. So once again, <laughs> would have made this movie significantly more interesting. Um, uh, apparently, the tomb of Savril is in a nondescript cave in some rock quarry uh, yep. that has a force field that only Ridley can pass through. Uh, yep. For no reason in particular, this is never explained. It just this movie keeps hinting that this re- movie keeps hinting that Ridley might be descendant from magic users, but once again, as Cameron has established, ma- mages are not sorcerers. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. Like, <laughs> I- I'm going to chalk this up to I committed to this from talking to a ghost. And, like, that's why he's the only one allowed in. But they, they're just like, there's some wall of force. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Um, sure. Well, well, he needed to go in first and watch the boss introduction cutscene before mm. the people that he summoned oh, could pass yeah. through the fog door. Because yeah, he um, chose not to fight. He took the peaceful dialogue option. So they did They're, they're the just waiting fight. out there. <laughs> um... <laughs> Oh, God. Um, he walks down a tunnel, uh, and that has cl- that clearly has two pathways. He comes to some brambles and seems to act like there is no pr- progression to be made from there. Even mm. though we literally just saw a second pathway that he taken. <laughs> um, but like now his sweet he, book he fa- light only it's the illuminations poor. Yeah, I wanted it to be like, uh, like, oh man, that would be such a great fun bard, bard thing if it were just an accordion and a light. <laughs> yeah. Um, he finds the. Yes. Oh yeah. Um, that yeah, that sounds like a lot of fun. Um, he finds a a a door. 
that he needs to slot the dragon eye gem into uh, it, with a relief of a dragon that is not uh, even. It is slightly nope. askew. Yeah, it it's very askew. bothering. <laughs> it is real bad. <laughs> uh, and he finds the tomb of Cyril. Um, he uh, thinks about taking some gold, but he's a good boy. He, but he's not Aladdin anymore. He, he knows what's important. He says, sorry, snails. And then we get the uh, only interesting character and only really good special effect in this yep. movie. Yep. Uh, when we encounter uh, the Lich Seville who is hung from a hook. Yeah. A, a skeleton hung from a hook uh, holding his scepter. And he's like, yo. Right out of last unicorn. Yeah. <laughs> But it's and so he's good. like, he's like, yo, uh, this is the scepter of Savril. Hi, I'm Savril. Uh, yeah, I tried to like overthrow the Empire a while ago because with this cursed artifact that I made. Uh, so you can take it because then my curse ends if somebody just snatches it from me but just know that uh it, it's powerful and evil and will destroy mm. whoever uses it and then he's like bye and i'm like bye best character and effect <laughs> in movie i like yeah. seeing you for the minute and a half you on screen doesn't he say like it can be it can be wielded by someone worthy and then Ridley's like i yeah. don't know if i'm worthy he's like yeah just take it anyway yeah, 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 yeah. He, yeah. Why wouldn't he yeah. say that? Listen, as soon as you take it off of my person, I'm done. I'm out. I'm like, free. Yeah, you're, so, you're, yeah, you, I'm looking at you. You're totally worthy. I've seen a lot of people come through, so you, you got yeah, the stuff. You clearly, the stuff, clearly, oh, yeah. I've seen a lot of people come through because I'm still holding this evil <laughs> dragon. Well, they kept scepter. taking the treasure and getting cursed. That. They turn into coins, you know. That's yeah. Oh, that's a good that's curse. Bilbo over there. Write that down. Man, wouldn't have been made that sequence. More... Man, wouldn't that have been interesting, intense. But mm. no, um, we we get a bit of Ridley um, desperately trying to channels uh, channel that Jeremy Irons energy when he holds the rod and goes just a little bit crazy. Um, it's the evil face. Just for a second. Playing. Yep. Just for a yeah. second before he sees a mural of the great war between uh red dragons and red dragons, because apparently when this mural was painted, they had not decided that there would be a oh. red versus gold dragon dynamic. Oh, that makes so much <laughs> sense. Oh man. That's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> uh Ridley leaves the dungeon of the titular Dungeons and Dragons movie and cries. Uh, Damodar is there and his giant inflamed head is ready to pop. And he's like, yo, I'm just going to kill them all. Just give me, just give me the, the dumb thing that Jeremy Irons wants. And uh, Ridley's like, you'll let him go. And he's like, I've been so trustworthy this entire time. Of course I'll yeah. let them go. Okay, here. <laughs> Here it is. Cool. I lied. Now I'm going to slowly walk away while you beat up all of my guards, which you could have done at any point before then. And I'm out. Uh, 
Ciao. <laughs> he uh, magically opens up a portal. I once again, if they had made the Mind Flayer character, I'd be like, "Well, listen, I know they're psionic and they technically yeah, and, but but still, he, the the Mind Flayer opened the portal so he can mm. go back to Prothean." That makes sense. Yeah. Right. That's why it's not in this movie. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, uh, he's just been a high level mage this entire time, apparently. Yeah. Uh, and and we have reached the end where the great battle, the great oh, great battle between Protheon and the mages and uh, print, uh, uh, Empress Laura Birch and people that apparently sided with her. Uh, as she summons her gold dragons to uh, eradicate the mage tower, <laughs> the yeah, thing which she is said she wasn't by... going to do. Yep. Until she said that, nope, I have to do it because you 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 forced my hand, Protheon. And he's mm. like, oh, I'm just a I'm just a humble civil servant. I just try to look out for the empire. Uh, and yes, that is Jeremy Irons' performance throughout. Yeah. That that is that is a snippet of Jeremy Irons' performance throughout <laughs> this entire film. This is, that's why it's amazing. I will yeah. I will say this: it is not good, but no. it is entertaining. And yeah. this movie desperately needs to be entertaining at point. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, and uh, the the major's response to uh, gold dragons is to uh, have twenty or so people cast fireball at fifteen dragons. Cameron, wow. tell me how effective a strategy that is. Gold dragons <laughs> are immune to fire damage. Just what about, straight up. What about harpoon cannons? Yeah, that works. That'll do it. <laughs> oh just, man! Just yeah, target their wings. Man. Yeah, just just target the wing of the very quickly flying creature with your slow. Just, moving they never just, hit any wings. They hit him like in the body. It's like, well, that's still. <laughs> I was work, about to so say, just <laughs> shoot for center mass. Uh, yeah, I was I was about to say, just target their wings. Target their wings, and by their wings, I mean their hearts. <laughs> I mean, what do you think about it? The heart powers the wing. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Oh they they harpoon a dragon, which then falls on a spire, and Birch, uh, Empress Thor Birch immediately regrets her decision uh, yeah, because uh, apparently, she, apparently she assumed that all of her dragons would get out of this encounter completely and utterly unscathed. Yeah, uh, even well, though the she ma- the mages only cast fireball and gold dragons are immune. <laughs> even <laughs> even though. She should actually be super aware that uh, at least one other gold dragon has been killed. You know, mm. the one that Protheon was keeping in her dungeon that is never referenced again. Nope. Uh, Both is on. Uh, uh, and, and she has no idea that like they hold their existence of each dragon that springs forth the new magic in the world when it's snuffed mm. out. It creates imbalance, and you just sent all your dragons, like many of them, and each one that dies shifts the world towards chaos. Mm. <laughs> uh, uh, oh, wait, the didn't tell anyone that except for Ridley. Why would the elves right. ever tell anyone anything? Why would they right. tell Ridley that? And why would why would the mages ever study any aspect of 
other than the magic that they can do by casting spells. It, yeah. Once again. Well, yeah. Warlocks <laughs> love Magic chaos, Academy. So uh, he's he's yeah, all for that it. Works out. <laughs> uh, Demodar returns and gives Protheon the. Protheon and Jeremy Irons goes into extreme Jeremy Irons acting mode once he, <laughs> he gets this evil scepter. And uh, hey, guess what? Guess who's the only person that has a character arc? <laughs> and that's Protheon because, yeah. because he promised Damodar that he would remove the horrible brain parasite when he brought him the rod. And guess what? He does. Yeah, he doesn't immediately backstab him. No, that was nope. solid, and I expected, even having seen this many years ago, I was like, yeah, I think he's just going to tell him I lied also. But, oh, no, he didn't. This was, <laughs> that was fine. Yes, <laughs> not, not not the greatest to have ever. He didn't really need to do that. I think Damodar would have just gone and done the stuff anyway without, you know, now you've... Maybe he's done that before. He's like, yeah, I guess I just get, cu- I just get cursed every now and then. He's very... Uh, um, what is it? Thonk? Who's the Emperor's new group guy? Oh, Kronk. Kronk. Oh, Kronk. Kronk. Yeah. It's very Kronk and Yzma. Oh. Like, that's what this is. <laughs> oh my god. I would love, I would love oh, that. Man. I want those just two. cursing him for anything he needs. Like, he's like, when the Krispy Kreme light goes on, you're supposed to be there. Here's a worm parasite. <laughs> Next time you know, I want my donuts warm, damn you. <laughs> <laughs> um man uh you hey everybody hold that hold that uh protheon <laughs> damn in your head uh and i have something crazy for you at the at the once once we're done um oh <laughs> uh ridley arrives uh, to fight Damodar, and because he's got a new sword, he's able to beat him. And then, in in what I <laughs> assume the filmmakers thought was ironic, he throws him off the top of the castle because that's how Snail died. Yeah, yeah, uh, boo! But yeah. by Damodar, the cool backflip into a backstab was pretty cool. I'll give him that. <laughs> yeah, he's been playing Dark Souls off screen. <laughs> Got he that just didn't do rolling. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> um, and then it's Ridley's time to confront Protheon. Summarily yep. beats him up, casts yep. a bunch of spells, summons a magical staff, yep. which he immediately throws away in what, yeah. what is literally my favorite shot of the entire movie. I just love how gingerly he throws that magic. Mm. <laughs> wizard staff off screen. <laughs> uh, we get, as Dave mentioned earlier, uh, not so talented. Not so talented now, are you, Mister Ridley? Um, uh, uh, the party arrives somehow uh, and are <laughs> immediately <laughs> defeated by Protheon, who just put casts a spell on them and throws them to the side. Yeah, he's he's or, casting uh, so many spells, so many spells. <laughs> He's a high-level caster. He's got a lot. <laughs> Everyone um, else has been shitty in this movie. At least someone got some levels before they decided <laughs> to conquer the world. Uh, um, uh, Ridley confronts him, knocks the scepter out of his hand. Uh, suddenly, the Empress is there, too, in her, like, off-brand... Dancer of the Boreal Valley outfit. Yeah, I, it is. I was like, in Dark Souls. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, 
uh, and uh, uh, we get a, uh, a great, you may have won the, the battle, my lady, but you will never win the war! And then <laughs> something to bind the princess. I'm sorry, the empress, how dare I? Um, uh, but but she easily fights it off and lifts her rod and then a gold dragon eats him. And that's yeah. the end. That's that's yeah. how that's how the war is resolved. <laughs> yeah. Yep. War's over. Good time. Good time. <laughs> cut to an uh cut to a voiceover of the Empress saying, You're all now equal, and everybody will agree what equality means, and there will be absolutely zero problems arising from this new dynamic of our culture. Yay. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> Let the celebration begin. Yeah, you're all, you're, everyone's equal except for you mages that try to do this rebellion so I'm actually going to have to like destroy all of you Yeah, but everyone else is equal yeah. oh wait you already yep. all were already uh, oh, okay dude. it's fine then isn't it yeah yeah as you were um, <laughs> cut to uh, Ridley in like the oldest looking graveyard I think I've ever seen. I have never seen so much ivy on tombstones oh, man, yeah. in my Check life Any, anywhere in Europe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I'm just like I'm just like yeah. We're supposed to totally buy that this place is like used frequently, and that mm. people come to visit their loved ones here um uh but there's a pile of rocks and snails has been carved into one of it uh one of them uh because they didn't recover his body uh, yeah. i can only assume um yeah. <laughs> uh ridley has become michael jackson from bad uh yes. which means yep. that he's now about to become a knight um because that's what knights look like in this world i guess <laughs> yeah he's uh, and rogue now because he's wearing all black yeah that's how you can um the, the the party the party uh comes by and uh uh Ridley leaves the dragon eye which I don't know how he got that back since it's slotted into a door uh says hey buddy <laughs> we got the big score and then the dragon eye glows and Nora's like yo your buddy your snails might be alive if we all touch this thing maybe we'll go to where he is and i say what are you talking about what is happening yeah, yeah. this is yeah. the end of the movie don't say, say that you. because i thought all she says was like don't question your gift and then they just yeah. touch and then disappear there's no explanation of like uh, you have to. We're just guessing that he came back alive, and we're guessing that they well, got sent like there. You know what? It's the, the it's, it's the only p- piece of visual information. It, this the only the only show don't tell this movie does is Snell's name erasing itself from the from yeah. the rock, and so it's <laughs> left up to you for you to interpret so that like, maybe he's still alive. Yeah. She asked me to because yeah, doesn't it erase? And then she's like, "Your friend's waiting for you." Yes, she does. She does say, "Your friend's waiting for you." I mean, she did yes. say she wanted to kill all of them. <laughs> I, oh man, oh, that'd like, be just great. Touch my hand. We'll we'll tell. Take you right to him. Right, if she just <laughs> teleported them to a place where she then assassinated yeah. all of them. Yeah, just teleport to the middle of a ring of crossbows. 
<laughs> oh man, I just thought about that. The only piece of show don't tell in this movie is a big fu sequel bait. <laughs> it's the only oh oh this movie's like incredible. Yeah, that's Dungeons mm. and Dragons. It's it's a it it is the worst and amazing and trash and but it's. <laughs> Like, I feel like I could talk about this movie forever. Like, there will always be something that I miss in it. Oh, also, that little thing that I, I told everybody to hold on to uh, about mm. Damodar, uh yeah. constantly getting cursed by Protheon. Yes, in the made-for-TV sequel that isn't a direct sequel to this movie, um, Pro uh, Damodar returns because oh. Protheon... <laughs> Cursed him with undeath. Oh so when God. he got thrown oh off the God. tower, he in <laughs> fact did not die. So wait, yes. Wait, is that why his lips are blue? Because he's like a corpse? <laughs> Who <laughs> knows? <laughs> Although I think he, he comes back as a wizard, so... Oh yeah, I mean, that's fair. He's, it's almost like rolling a new character. <laughs> Yeah. So, so yes. Yeah, so yes. <laughs> the, yeah, why not? the idea that that Protheon just randomly would Damodar is in fact totally canon. That is so goddamn wow. funny. He's just he's testing his curses out on his bestie. Yeah. What else is a henchman for? <laughs> um, oh <my> God. <laughs> yeah. So everyone, what did you think? What? How? How? Oh, how does everyone God. feel feel about this film? It, it <laughs> feels like the stuff we came up as tidbits are usable in other formats. Like we can't yes, save yes. this, but we could make something else more interesting. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like, God, I don't like it as a film. <laughs> I absolutely do not like it as a person who's big into D and D. Mm, not too sure about some of the choices, but man, did they nail the feeling of an amateur D&D campaign. <laughs> <laughs> like, just right there on the nose. I've played this campaign. I've been there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh my god. Uh, it definitely feels like, if this was like a bunch of, like, like you said, like LARPers or cosplayers just trying their hardest to make, like, a YouTube video or movie mm. it would be like admirable you'd be like they tried so hard you know they're just a bunch of friends cosplaying because yeah. i mean i don't i don't think the costumes were that bad yeah but they're all right. when you're like this is this is like a thing that took like 10 years to make and <laughs> everybody was like trying to make it hard for this director guy and this is what we got like wow I'm convinced, it, it, though. It's still millions of dollars of budget. <laughs> but, like, I'm convinced if you take this movie and you could teleport it to somehow it came out in the 80s, we will be talking about it like these, like, oh, it was a classic 80s movie. Like, yeah, it was bad, but it was the 80s, and we love the 80s. Yeah, and that's what's weird. It just is feels the... so misplaced. <laughs> this mm. other director, um, when, they, when they brought on the two screenwriters to make this presentable which they didn't even use i think their scripts fully but when he brought them <laughs> on and, and you know he wasn't supposed to be the director i think he's just producing it at that point still he's like for the feel i want for this 
here's these like the there's a glut of early to mid 80s um uh sword and sandals films and a lot of italian like ripoffs and it's like here's the stuff i don't want it to look like and uh, <laughs> the stuff that we have as kind of like classics, like Crawl, Willow, that that sort of sword and sorcery thing that that did a yeah. little better later. Um, again, I think he was like, I don't want it to look like this either because those were commercial failures. But then we get right. this, which isn't any better than <laughs> which the was direct a rousing the, 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 success. The, yes, and <laughs> granted, two more direct-to-video sequels were made off of the back of this by a different director um but each of those like none of the stuff looks even as good as like willow or legend or anything like that that we've grown up with as big western fantasy films and these look like that well they look like early 2000s direct video <laughs> garbage yeah <laughs> yep. oh, or all the um what they remind what this reminds me of is someone somewhere made a dungeons and dragons movie yeah and then they then this is actually dungeons and dargons because they couldn't <laughs> use the they, 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 they did um, when snakes on a um, plane came out. There's snakes on a train, and then transformers yeah. came out. And there was transmorphers. There's those really bad yeah. European like B movies. Yeah. That's what this looks like. So, so you're mm. saying that the official dungeon, <laughs> off like of a Dungeons and Dragons movie. <laughs> yes, like somehow retroactively someone saw whatever the movie is that's supposed to come out in 2023 and then made this to, to, to like ca to capitalize on the name. <laughs> oh man, this thing's going to be big in 25 years. <laughs> yep. oh. <laughs> um, uh, this, uh, this movie is amazing. Uh, uh, you know, we didn't talk about we we talked about Jeremy Irons' performance. We didn't go into it that much, really, because this this movie because it's the only good thing, and we all feel that you listeners should, should see that performance for yourself. Um, listen, I'm gonna be completely honest with you. Like, man, that his performance is 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 fun to watch. I would not recommend watching this movie just for the 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 uh, what. 13 minutes of his performance in it. Like, if you can find a YouTube <laughs> compilation of Jeremy Irons and Dungeons and Dragons, you have at it. If you think you can stomach this movie, you have at it. Um, I, yeah, like I said, this, this thing, I, this, it is everything that I thought it would be when I saw the trailer 20 years ago. <laughs> I have been, my my opinion of this film has been completely vindicated over the course of two decades, <laughs> the two decades that I refused to watch it. And I feel like I am a stronger man and a better person for having gone through this trial. Um, <laughs> and, and that, these are my thoughts, and this is my experience with Dungeons and Dragons. And no one can take that from me. 
<laughs> and and no one would want to. <laughs> Jay, um, um, you said you watched this with your wife, right? Yeah. So <laughs> she was trying to like so much, like she was like, but it's not. It has potential, and I'm like, no, it doesn't. Well, I mean, I can't. Everything has potential. <laughs> like. <laughs> Oh man, yeah, like this was absolutely nothing like I thought it would be. I was convinced yeah. when I saw the trailer as a kid that you know the Justin and uh Marlin were just two guys that maybe got a Jumanji version of like some D twenties and mm. rolled it and then next thing they they're in this like D D world. And I'm just like, this was nothing. Like, I can't believe they're actually part of this world. Um, <laughs> the pacing was just so weird. Yeah, I was like, who's the? Pl-? I'm like, is it the editor? Who? What is going on? But then, like, like we said throughout this thing, there's like, there's moments like that little maze thing at the beginning, completely mm-hmm. made me forget that this was a bad movie. <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, yeah, the, yeah, the moment with the. With the uh, skeleton uh, puppeteer thingy, I'm like, this was cool. Why yeah, wasn't the rest yeah. of it be just practical effects? Like, oh, would have been a lot better than all this really bad CGI stuff. <laughs> I want to. And then I really thought like Empress Thora Perch's like armor at the end was dope. I was like, yes. if that wasn't dark, I would totally be rocking it. <laughs> yeah. I would backstab and kill whatever NPC I needed to get that armor. I don't care. <laughs> But um, yeah, I don't know. I think if I would have saw this early on, I probably would not be playing Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> <laughs> like, 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 no, I know what that's about. Yeah, yeah I'll take the Dark Souls. Those are the only dragons I need in my life. <laughs> um, or Dragon Ball. Not only cool. Dungeons and Dragons, too. So, uh, but yeah, what a freaking roller coaster. And then, like, <laughs> Even thinking about the different editions, because like I at the beginning, I'm like, are these guys supposed to be rogues? Yeah. Like, why? Why are there two rogues, a wizard, and a barbarian? <laughs> and then I think like I was kind of like quickly read over some of the like the old rules, and was like, um, wasn't like class and like stuff like that, just like race. Like they're like, you're not a barbarian, yeah. you're just a dwarf. Yeah, first so edition. He's not even a barbarian, he's just yeah. dwarf. He's just dwarf. <laughs> and then I'm like, Literal okay. nameless dwarf. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, nameless dwarf. Um and then and the thing that was kind of cool is like the elf ranger, they're um Oh my gosh, my son just walked in. <laughs> <laughs> he just kicked in the door. Of hey Bubs, could you give me two minutes? Okay. Um, anyways, the I thought it was cool how like the elf armor kind of looked like Casca from Berserk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I see that. It was just like super boob armor that was. Yeah. Weird, so. <laughs> but yeah, that was this was a time, you guys. <laughs> this is one way to put it. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I I I have to. Well, I do have to apologize, Jake. I you you as a proxy to finally watch this movie given <laughs> your recent love of D&D <laughs> I um I um this is um a thing that will never happen again 
a movie of this quality. I I can I will not believe that a movie from from uh, a studio like New Line City City uh, Cinema uh, of this quality will ever be re- released theatrically again. Um, this is like the last one that got through before mm. before the 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 planetary zeitgeist said your movie needs to be at least of this quality in order <laughs> to get a theatrical release. And this movie just slid in. Literally, Indiana Jones did under a sliding stone door, <laughs> and 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 managed to do it. And I I I am so happy that I got to inflict a piece of media on a group of people. God, why is that so accurate? Why is that so accurate? <laughs> I do. I need because I need to. I need every yeah, every yeah. so often I'm just like I need I, like it is literally like red dragon of like do you see? Do you see it? I need you to see. <laughs> oh, um God. so um I want to thank everybody. Um, it's time for admin. Time to close this one out. It's been fun. Uh, and starting with our very special jet, jest, <laughs> guest, jest. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jake, where can people find you online? Yeah, if you guys are on Twitter, you can find me at Jake underscore Lionheart. Um, if you like Dungeons and Dragons and other nerdy type of uh hip-hop music uh you can find me on like spotify just you know search for jake lionheart and uh you can go to jakelionheart.bandcamp.com and you can download all my music for free or if you want to help me out you can you know donate <laughs> and uh and i have everything from video game music to uh like uh bloodborne album dark souls album overwatch stuff to uh my own one shot made-up adventure of Dungeons and Dragons of a bard who's performing for the first time um, at a tavern. So <laughs> that's all free. Or if you're, if you want to support that's, that's there too. And uh, yeah, that's me. Yeah. Uh, and Cameron, where can people find you online? Uh, you can find me on Twitter as well at night underscore Twitten. That's night without a K. Uh, tune in uh, late night Tuesday Australia time for my uh, blow by blow of how my WrestleMania D and D one shot goes, um, <laughs> with such moves as the seventh story death drop and the uh, ultra cute hyper vincibility death gaze. Um, <laughs> I'm having a lot of fun. Both the names of those time. moves are better than this movie. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> you ready to fight the tr- the uh, the half fish half man John Cena? Ready? To... <laughs> I'll dare you. I take it back. Thank you. <laughs> Good writing and bad writing come together hand in hand. Um, yeah, that's where you can find me. Um, you can hear about my D and D stuff on there occasionally. And otherwise, what's going on in Australia? Because I, I'm sure a lot of our listeners aren't always up to date on that. <laughs> in our little corner of the world. Um, Dave, where can we find you? You can find me on Twitter at sentinut underscore plus. That's pretty much it. That'll always be in the notes because I no longer take the time to spell that out. And <laughs> Leonard, where can you find yourself and or the podcast? <laughs> uh, you can find me 
at Dr. Faust is Dead on Twitter. You can also find me, my stuff on YouTube. Uh, currently working on a new thing that is neither a review. It is a piece of, is a completely original piece of concept. So get excited or don't. Something is coming and you're not going to like it. That is the um, that is the theme of of this little project. Uh, I think it's fun. It's fun and dreadful, uh, <laughs> and I look forward to sharing uh, that with you soon. Uh, and we can find the podcast on Twitter at, oh man, at mon underscore <laughs> No, not Dugo. Demon. Oh, Monster. Uh, <laughs> yes, at mon underscore d monster I, I i was i was really hoping that the twitter search bar would pull it up faster so i wouldn't have to say oh <laughs> stretch moment that's where you can find the podcast um and thank you everyone thank you this has been a uh this has been a long one but i think we really needed to break down this movie and like yeah. dig into it we, like perform a full autopsy on this film to figure out who killed it and why they murdered it so badly. <laughs> um, so I'm going to say from Dave, Cameron, myself, and our special wow guest, Jake, uh, thank you for joining us and have a good one, everyone. Bye-bye. Ciao.